Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, welcome back, beautiful people. This is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Daniel Porter. And today we have an exciting guest. Uh, she is a socialite. She is a friend. She's a patient of ours. And one of the most interesting women that we have ever met. So, Brooke Hammerling, thank you so much for showing up today. I mean, I, I wouldn't say socialite. I'm social, but, <laughs> but I'm like social heavy, not socialite. How about that? Thanks for having me. This is so fun. This is a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. We're, we want to know everything about your podcast, all the people that you represent. Oh my goodness. All the, all the cool things that are going on with pop culture that we need to be more privy about. Um, because that's kind of what we do for a living, right? Everything is kind all of all these trends and exactly yeah Keeping up with the trends. So you're going to bring up some of our of, of the newest trends and see yeah. if we're up to date with them or if we've, we're lagging. Behind. Well, I think there's some stuff you guys need to get up to date on. So let's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. We love to be educated. No, I'm just joking. Well, the reason about pop culture, even though I come from a tech background and I work in communications and advise a bunch of technology and media founders and CEOs, what I found was that so many of these busy, as you guys, all of your patients are probably incredibly busy people. I have incredibly busy friends with uh, and founders and clients, and they were sort of like, what is going on in this pop culture moment? It was years ago when the Baby Yoda phenomenon started with The Mandalorian. And my friends were like entering the river of consciousness at different times. Whether they had children or colleagues, they were like, what the fuck is this Baby Yoda? And why is this like all over my either my social feeds or everybody talking about it in the office? Like it just came out of nowhere. So I started writing basically the same text to multiple people. Like Baby Yoda is this is the character on The Mandalorian and it's just hit Disney Plus and it's a big new show for this platform. And I was writing it literally the same. I was copying and pasting a text to my friend Kara, to my friend Stephanie, to my friend Britt. And I was like, do you guys just want me to give you an updated email? Because I have an ability to uh, maintain information on useless, like useless information. So that's the beginning of the- This useless information that everyone seems to want to know, by the way. But it's true, because you're either too embarrassed to ask about, or you're too embarrassed to acknowledge you know about, you know? So that was the, the crazy thing about what um, the pop culture sort of phenomena hit me as. And I started writing this newsletter called Pop Culture Mondays, and then the, 
natural progression was the podcast. And it's been fun. And we always, you know, sort of look at the trends that are happening, what's going on on TikTok. And we started before TikTok was a thing. But what is the meme going around Twitter? What is the moment that everyone is talking about right now? And today we have a breaking news moment Amazing. that is literally perfect for you. Okay, so let's do it. Do you know who's on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue this this year? A man that's a woman. It's a woman. Okay. It's, I don't know. Martha Stewart. Oh, no way. Yeah. Just announced today. Okay. Martha is, Stewart. Is her own swim, swimmer line? No, she's the cover model of the swimsuit issue of Sports look, Illustrated. She, look she looks phenomenal. But here's what I have a question for you. This is all pop culture. Everyone's talking about it. She's obviously the oldest person that's ever been on a cover. She has posted, she's gotten quite into posting a lot of selfies of herself on Instagram. One famously with her getting her hair done. And it's like, she's like, I have healthy eating and a good lifestyle. And I thank my facialist for this is how I look. She has not copped to the fact that this woman has clearly has had plastic surgery. I admit I have had, I mean, thank God. God for you guys from the eyes the face the boobs like I admit it I'm open about it I think it's really important but it's a personal choice I understand but Martha Stewart we were just saying Martha Stewart is the cover model this year of Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue just announced just announced and she's spectacular but also you know she has (laughs) <laughs> she's doing a Kardashian, which is like, I look like this because of my genes and because of great, healthy mm. living, mm. and I don't drink alcohol, and my facials are amazing. Yep. Does that frustrate you guys? Yes and no, because you know the interesting part is one of our main things that we say as plastic surgeons is you want to you want to make it so you keep everyone guessing. You want to make it so no one can tell you've had surgery. So if we do our job properly, right? No one should be able to tell that you've had anything done. Yes, but at the same time, we love people that own up to it and say, hey, Dr. Lakey did my nose. Look how good it looks. Because it, That's it the only thing Dr. Lakey hasn't done on my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also makes people feel more comfortable. If they hear somebody like a Martha Stewart had a facelift and looks great, makes them feel a little more That's what I'm thinking. I, yeah. I wish she would just come out and say, this is, you know, I'm. it's not like she's afraid of showing her wealth. I mean, if you follow her, she's like, look at my house and my, all of my chow chows. And yes, she's like yes. making a dinner for 25 using caviar and baked potatoes. So it's not that. It's not so <laughs> No, you know, and the interesting part, when you look at the entertainment industry, um, you know, there's so many people in the middle of nowhere that look up to these individuals. And so when you have someone who's undergone procedures and then they, they're dishonest about it, it's tough because then the general public feels that this is the norm you're trying to achieve. And so for me, I look at it a little differently. I say, all right, listen, you have a platform. Let's be held accountable. And, uh, you know, I, I understand that some things are private, but then avoid the question. So, you know, backpedal, do whatever yeah, it is and let everybody else, don't lie about it. Don't I mean, the idea it. is, you know, if, if you are going to be open and honest and say, look, I understand that aging occurs. We are in this industry. Everybody's looking at us. And sometimes we need a little help. And, and to me, that would be the right way. of Yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel anybody looking at Martha knows that she's she's just also changed her look. She's Mm -hmm. a very different looking person. And I'm applauding of it. I think it's wonderful. But 
God, I wish Martha would be like, they, and I'm sure her doctors are like, hey, yeah, shout please. out. Oh, by the way, yeah, we're over here. Though but, I remember, will, but you remember J-Lo. J-Lo came out and said, absolutely, I haven't done anything. It's just olive oil. Yeah, all oh, yeah, the, the olive, olive oil. oil sales shot up through the roof. Yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. like, I can look like that with just olive oil. Yeah, olive oil didn't make her nose narrower or, you know, any it's of these things. Wild. It's wild. Like, yeah. It's but wild, at the same I guess. Time, for some people, they don't want to be like, oh my God, if I didn't have plastic surgery, oh boy, look what I would have looked like. Yeah. So, in a way, they don't want to make it like everything I've done is because of that. So, I get it. Uh, and again, we really do pride ourselves on doing work that looks unoperated on right. or not you know not fake so there's a part of us that say hey we want to give you the best result but so nobody can tell but at the same time go tell everybody yeah yeah done. yeah so, well i will say like meeting other doctors that i've seen over the years or just encountered socially or whatnot there are a lot of doctors who i, I they look preposterous certainly <laughs> in, the, in the plastic surgery or dermatological sense yes and I, I mean, I've seen so many of them where you're you. like, oh my God, you are, there's some on television. You're like, what have you done? Yeah, they say, they say, don't get high off your own supply. Yeah. That's basically There's it. a lot they're of They're getting a little them. too crazy and they're doing way well, too the, much the, stuff. The other, the, you know, the other vein of that is, you know, it was kind of like, I remember we first got here and you went to go get your haircut and all of a sudden your stylist came out and he was completely bald. And you said, you look back at me and you said, wait a second this guy is going to cut my hair. And it was so funny. It would totally freak me I out. didn't even think about that at the time. Now, you know, no offense to anybody. Who, uh, so you go to someone that's over, well, over injected, for example. Yeah. Let's I don't want to go to, go to, to that person. It's over injected. And you're like, I trust you. Do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, and come yeah. out like, what? So I get it. Yeah. yeah. Totally fine get it. line. It's, it's fine a fine line. line. It's mm. a fine, fine line. But in other stuff in pop culture, I think, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this endlessly, but it's just getting more and more. My my social feeds are just insane with the Azempic. And yeah, and does. I'm noticing more and more people acknowledging. They're like, thank, this is my Ozempic tribute post. Or I, I, went, I went out this weekend, okay? It's a Saturday night. I went to an event, and three different women came up to say hello. And I just, my jaw dropped. I said, wow, you look Incredible. They do. Say, they... When I say incredible, a girl went from looking one way to, and she looked at me. She goes, six months of Ozempic." She actually owned up to it, and her two friends did the same. And I said, "Wow, your face still looks good, dude. Thank God." Because doing it and losing too much weight too fast, we talked about this. Dr. Lakey talked about a previous podcast. It can make you look older, and sometimes it's harder to actually get you back to where you were before. So Zempic is great for blood sugar regulation, A1C regulation, and also losing some weight, but if it's too much too fast. Well, that's the point. Like, I'm looking at, and I'm so, I'm on this one hand, look, I'm a woman. I always have a, you know, little voice in my head that I think many of us do. I can't speak for men, but certainly many women of all ages there's just a voice that I have, like, always, constantly, like, wish you could be thinner, don't eat that, shouldn't have eaten mm, that. It's just a, too. Yep. a constant, <laughs> a constant thing. And, you know, I've had health issues over the years, so I can't just jump into something. And my doctors uh, don't want me jumping in. There's not enough data. But at the same time, I can't, I can't lie. I have envy until I see some of my friends who or some people on socials who have that Ozempic face, as we say. And it's just like it's uh, and you it's that famous line of you choose your face or your ass, yep. you know, and I yep. choose my 
face because like I don't that's I'm 49 years old I feel like if you were to if I did the Ozempic stuff like I would be like the pic- portrait of Dorian Gray the portrait would come to life <laughs> <laughs> that's what You're I so imagine funny. but I can't I, I can't lie like and now that I cover pop culture and you're just watching and there's some celebrities who are so no like you just don't lose that much weight out of the blue when you say you've exercised and dieted your whole life and then all of a sudden it just all starts to work imagine for us seeing patients like i we did a mommy makeover on a lady you know COVID comes and goes you don't see them a couple years goes by she showed up the other day and i said wow we are magicians i really thought wow <laughs> dr lakey and i did something that i've never yeah, seen yeah we worked before. some magic here and we worked some she magic looked really good i had before and afters of her she goes, no, I've been taking Ozempic for another six months. I was like, wow, maybe we should add Ozempic Do they have to, to our surgery. Stay, I, well, please. I mean, is there another way instead of me taking a drug that I can just, I don't know. There's something remarkable about what's happening. The world is shrinking. And I feel like I'm on a baseball team where all of my players are on steroids and I'm not. Like, very, there, well, you know, the very f- way, good way to put it. Yeah, there is. a. There is, so uh, apparently I just, um, w- one of the trainers of the gym, he was speaking to this nutritionist and they found a group of supplements that are doing the same thing without some of the side effects of semaglutide. Oh, wow. You know, when you have a GLP-1 inhibitor, it, 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 it's great for insulin sensitivity, but at the same time, it causes other issues in the body, If you, especially if you use it uh, long term. So I mean, I I've had issues, friends have had issues with their gallbladder. Definitely. They've mm-hmm. had issues with pancreatitis. Mm-hmm. See, that's a big these, problem. These are things don't, that don't sound like, like fun. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast right now, Nobody wants pancreatitis. Yeah, pancreatitis you could die from pancreatitis. I, and there's somebody well-known in our world in tech who just recently died of pancreatitis. And I mean, that's it's, not... We're talking about not, death. We're not even talking about like just a little bit of... Yep. It is as bad as it gets. Pancreatitis yep. is a horrible yep. thing. It's a horrible way and to die. And you don't want to necessarily take a drug that may have a side effect that you're doing it recreationally. Now, if it's a controlled diabetes, sometimes, hey, the benefits far exceed right you know but also it seems my friends who are using it from a medical perspective that were either pre-diabetic or diabetic i've seen a very different sort of reaction to them they've done it i don't know if it's psychological or if their doctors are just smarter but they've done it it's or maybe they had more weight to lose but it's much more gradual the people that are doing it recreationally as we say who are doing it because they want to fit into a size zero versus a size four it is so, is that just because they have... They're le- doing it so fast. They're going from 0.25 to like one in like three weeks. Whereas some people would do it in months, gradually, slowly. Because that's the way it's supposed to be done. And you're supposed to check A1Cs. You're supposed to be checking things. Well, you know, it's, it's cyclical. I remember when Fenfen was really popular. And everybody <gasps> Fen-Fen. found this was... Uh, Wasn't that the unit. one that made you poop? In your pants? No. No, it just made your this, heart yeah. so fast. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one? Was it the one that Those was, are laxatives. Those are laxatives. Um, I, no, I thought yeah. there was one that's caused like uh, bowel issues, but maybe it wasn't FenFen. FenFen was cardiac issues. Oh, yeah. why? And so that really, one, really bad cardiac yes. issues. Yeah. As yeah. someone who's had open heart surgery for something mm-hmm. I was born with, like I... I, the only good thing about having open heart surgery is I got so many presents. Like everyone gave me presents. I got like, it was, I didn't have enough space in my recycling bin for all the boxes. Love it. But otherwise it sucked. It yeah. really sucked. So I yeah. highly encourage people to stay away from things. The only like, type of surgery that doesn't suck is cosmetics. <laughs> You're listening to Forever Young. Be right back after this break. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Listen, I'm not going to lie. It's not like you bounce right back up, but you know that you've done like you're going to be better after. And it's so exciting to see the change. I mean, I always wanted a breast reduction. I'd, oh, and I would watch like, again, I'm in pop culture. I would watch people who have like just consumed with women with the perfect boobs. And I did not. I always had wanted breast reduction. But because of my heart, sur- my heart issue, I wasn't allowed elective surgery. So when I woke up in the ICU at uh, UCLA after my open heart, like hours long surgery, 10 hours or something like that, I the surgeon was in there and I said, does this mean I can get my boobs done now and he thought (laughs) he loved it he was like but you're you like I don't mean and I go no not that kind of surgery I want them to go away I want a reduction that's so funny and it was the greatest thing it was like knowing that I could do that and it was such a gift to me how does it feel to have perfect boobs I mean it's delightful yeah you know it was the best gift I've ever given myself but again like pop culture weaves into you must see so many people come in and they see something on TikTok or something on Daily Mail or whatever. And they're, like you know, I just did, like the Especially for, for, for John. I mean, John probably gets it more than anything because a lot of it is, here, make me look like this. And that's when it becomes difficult. You know, they'll bring Kim's nose and say, Kim Kardashian yeah, has a it's, perfect it's, nose. It's, Give me that nose. Yeah, and it's and not like, even that. It's these filters that are creating these. Because none of it's real. Somebody, no. somebody just posted a picture of herself, and she didn't realize that in my world that there were two pictures, and one was her real photo, and then the other, she had facetuned it. Yeah. And I was like, first, does she know that she looks like that's not who she is, but yeah. the pictures are obvious. And she looked just like one of the Kardashians. And you see, it's just all Facetune. Yeah, I can, you know, I can't tell you how many influencers come to the office. And I know I've seen the name of the influencer, but that person doesn't really look like. They did not. It's know, not the it's person it, that came no, into exactly. the office. So I'm thinking, all right. Because uh, everything's filtered. You know, but this is, this is where social media is going. I mean, it's one of those things where... But it makes it really difficult for younger people because the thing is, you see your these celebs or your favorite influencer or your favorite TikToker and they have the most perfect skin. Well, obviously, the filter has done that for them or they have perfect... Yeah, the Paris eyes. filter yeah. on Instagram is just the easiest way to make but yourself look like you have no imagine what that does to pores. like a 15, 16-year-old it you that's got pimples everywhere. It, see, so that's something that, again, as as... Somebody who has a, a podcast, who does pop culture, and his parents, and that's something that's going to be very difficult right. to combat because there's this perfection that's out there, it's and you look at it, it's impossible to, to, to. Well, this is why I'm I'm a. I know there's a lot of reasons to be fearful of TikTok from a Chinese perspective, from a spying perspective, from manipulation perspective, but. One of the benefits I see is that TikTok is really adverse to filters. They have these filters, but you ha- it shows that you're using them. And you're very, and the audience, and if you do do a filter offline and then film it and get it on TikTok, people call you out on it. And it's also a really, it's a really great community. Like a lot of people with skin issues will show their 
Um, there was a trend going around with people who were on that topical steroid cream for, for bad skin or eczema stuff, and then they got off of it, and their faces are peeling off, and they're going through the process, but they're sharing it with others, and that gave a community of people who are suffering from eczema and other issues. Sure. It's a, a great way to take something positive out of something yeah, that's been shown to be so negative, right? Exactly. I, so, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's perfect at all, but the positive, whereas Instagram feels so much more about this sort of false narrative oh, tiktok yeah. is is much more i mean and when falseness comes in people sort of shoot it down at least okay. at least in the in the the algorithm that i'm fed but another thing i always wondered is that there are these celebrities who seemingly don't see the craziness that they are creating, creating themselves they don't they don't they're not aware of how crazy they look they don't do they not have like i mean i'll just give you an example madonna who tried to say that she didn't have surgery or didn't have anything, but you can't deny it. Does she not have people? Like, is that where the doctors or the people I around her are not? what happens with people like her, you know, she's not an influencer. She's a mega, mega, mega celebrity. And I think when it comes to her, and you know a lot more celebrities than I do, you know them personally. Sometimes it's very difficult to tell a Madonna that, uh, you've gone overboard because yeah. she's not going to listen to anybody. Even the biggest expert and the biggest doctors, and and they just she does she wants it the way she wants it. And a lot of celebrities are like that, and that's the problem. And unless you have a great advocate or a great friend or an agent or somebody that's there to, hey, you're going overboard. Yeah. And do they just see a different reflection in the mirror? Is they have to. It's a dysmorphia. It's a yeah, dysmorphia. Yeah, I think, you know, what usually I think what happens, and this is pervasive even in the, the regular, you know, population as well, is that if they see a benefit from a little, they assume that a lot is going to make it better. And that's where, you know, and there's always an injector out there, always someone who's going to do it. Um, and the motivation is different right, for everyone. right thing or not. And, you know, the motivation is also different. As somebody like a Madonna that gets much older who wants to still stay as a pop icon and wants to date somebody who's maybe 30 years younger, there's a lot of different 40. variables yeah. that go in there and you want to keep up with them. And unfortunately, the person who's treating them, I think, is at fault personally. Yep. Yeah, and I, what I love about you guys and what I tell everyone is that you're, you come in and you say no. Like I said, what about this? And you're like, no, 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 no. Everything is like, th this is, we're good. And I don't know there, if there's enough of that going around in your I'll industry. take a line from him. He's, he says it all the time. He said, it's really easy to ruin something that's really good or perfect. It's really easy to mess up perfect. Because if something looks really good, the more you mess with it, Whatever it is, whether it's a piece of art, whether it's a paper that you're writing, or if it's someone's face, right? If you've got something good, don't keep messing with it. Let it let it age gracefully. But you know, you guys push back on your clients, and I think that's that's so refreshing and not something you see all the time. And why you see so much craziness unfold on Instagram when you're just like that doctor looks like a freak out because they're not. They're not refraining from themselves, so they're not going to... So you're saying we're okay still. You guys are amazing. <laughs> so far, you would so think good. that this, how, as good-looking as you are, you would also be sort of not as as kind and smart, and yet you are. <laughs> Listen, we'd like to have <laughs> Brooke on this uh, podcast <laughs> at you. least yeah. once a month because she yeah, makes yeah, us exactly, feel really exactly. good. Sign me well, up. Well, I'll listen, take it. before we actually like 
wrap things up, I just want to ask you a couple things really quick. Um, your podcast for people that want to tune in to your podcast, because I've listened to it. I think it's great. It's a great, easy listen. Tell us about it a little bit, just so people can listen to it. You know, it's really fun. I, you have to, the only way to do it is if you really enjoy it. Yeah. And it turns out I really like to talk <laughs> and I know that's shocking. And sometimes it's with a guest and sometimes it's literally just me talking to my producer and um, because it's so timely, the I can't really book guests ahead of time because you don't know what's going to be sure. topical that week. But it's just it's called Pop Culture Mondays on Thursdays. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. And it's not a you don't have to have, you don't have to have read the newsletter to understand and appreciate. It's not like a Cliff Notes version of the newsletter. And generally, my newsletter comes out on Mondays called Pop Culture Mondays, and it's on Medium. And by the time I record, which is either Tuesday or Wednesday, something else has happened. So I have that to talk about. You know, there's, an, there's just like, we live in this crazy cycle of whether it's breaking news or something that's sort of hit the zeitgeist of everyone's talking about it. So it becomes that, or we'll unpack like, I don't give a shit about Vanderpump, but everybody, the Vanderpump story will like continue on and on, for example. So we'll just dive into something thematically and fun. And then I always do a, you know, the, am I allowed to curse on here? I think I already have, but yeah. um, the fuck, Mary kill uh, game, but we do marry, mute, and make out. So make out, marry, or mute. And every <laughs> every week, we sort of, and it can be a person, it could be a fictional character, it could be an idea. Like I wanted to mute, you know, we call Elon Musk on the podcast Space Karen. <laughs> so because so we, we want to mute Space Karen like yeah. all the time. So that's, that's, you know, that's, that's it. Well, I want to thank you for, for coming on. I also want to thank you for being such an advocate for our practice. Mm -hmm. um, you've sent so many people to us over the years. I, um, more honestly, more like, to come. Like it's, it's amazing. So it makes both of us know that you're yeah, happy. We with love you. At least what we've done for you. Uh, um, and I know that uh, you're not somebody that just goes anywhere. So it makes us really happy. Oh, well, I love it. And keep doing this podcast because it's so fun. Yeah, listen. thank you for coming on. Yeah, we definitely had fun today. Hope you guys did as well. Uh, once again, this is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Daniel Poor-Brooke. Thank you again for coming on. I know it was short, but very sweet. And uh, we can't wait to listen to your podcast as well. Thanks for listening to Forever Young. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Peace. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.